0: Wood and, and to page
1: 394. <laughs>
0: an of <laughs> <Wormwood>. <laughs> Wolf's Wood. Wolf's Wood. This is where the setting of this next chapter is. It's true. Yay. This is a Game of Owns, a podcast
2: that you guys listen to sometimes when your brothers aren't throwing rocks at you for climbing the tree house. In your ear holes. In your ear holes. That's too <laughs> tall for everyone. Hey, Selena is still here with us. Selena, how are you? I'm
1: still here. I'm good. It's it's past midnight, so I'm 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 a pumpkin.
2: Really? <laughs> but yeah. I'm good. Aww. You know, we, well, gotta, uh, just, we, we got to. That's what
3: happens. the season.
2: <laughs> you're a pumpkin. Can I carve you into a battle rifle from Halo Four? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I did that <laughs> Next episode. <before. laughs> uh, we 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 got a submission actually from Gordon Walsh on Facebook, uh, a comment on one of our episodes last week, and this is what he said. I'm going to quote this, okay? He said. First episode, Selena isn't on, and suddenly the episode is half an hour shorter than usual. I don't know <gasps> what pisses me off more.
1: Oh, I thought that was going to be an insult <laughs> that
0: yeah, that was about. I've
2: <laughs> no, Go only on. Gordon ships Selena. Yeah, yay! Clearly,
1: someone should
2: the solo experience of just Selena hanging out by herself.
1: Maybe I should just do the show by myself. I don't need you holding me back.
2: You don't need us. You're, we're holding guys. We're holding her back. <laughs> yep. We're holding her back. Well, Eric, we know what that's like going solo on Solo, our own episode,
1: one woman yeah. podcast.
2: You should do that. Actually, it'd be like Ellen DeGeneres, except Just you know,
1: like me. It'll, the, be, it'll be perfect.
2: Yes. except Swedish. The Ellen Show, the Selena Show,
1: <laughs> the Ellen Show. <laughs> we
2: we do we do apologize, Gordon. Um, I know how much of a badass listener you are. It will never happen again, Selena. You will never ever get sick again, will you? No, no. I promise, I'll
1: take some. I'll swallow some dragon fire before our next show. Feed uh, fire. It's dragon the juice, it
3: actually. Gar- gargle, gargle the, the yes, wildfire. Yeah, I will
1: be doing that.
3: <laughs> I know that Eric is really going to enjoy this chapter a lot because uh, it has one of his favorite characters in
0: all of literature. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Ever. <laughs> <laughs> Ever.
0: Wow, that's playing it up a bit, don't you think, Micah? No? Although, considering no. I don't read that often, I guess you could call <laughs> Theon Greyjoy um, one of my favorite characters in all of literature. Theon and I share an, an aptitude for... Archery? Oh, do you? Yes, we do. Oh, did I? Did I say aptitude? Sorry, the- Theon's got the aptitude. I've got the craptitude.
1: <laughs> I, I can't. I can't.
0: I can't oh, actually. Nice. I can't actually shoot an arrow. Although I do carry sets of arrows around with me everywhere. Zach, you know this. I do know this. You do know this. Yes, Theon Greyjoy, uh, returns to still an ass. G- graces us. He is a. He's an ass bag. Great game of Game of Thrones. He's back. People, he's, he's back. back. He's here.
2: He's back. I heard that you're gonna go as Theon for Halloween, Eric. That's true. <gasps> are it, <you> Is, really? <laughs> is that it really true? <laughs> I
0: just
1: made
2: no, that but up. you know what? I've been
0: wondering up until like five seconds ago what I was gonna be for Halloween. And, and now so, you're gonna go
2: as him? Yeah, that's I need to perfect. see one.
0: oh My God, I love that's it. awesome! I'm gonna do it.
3: Listen,
2: oh no, the photo that we have on GameBones.com/slash/podcast, uh, you look exactly like him because you were photoshopped into his face. But it fits really well. <laughs> no, it does. It fits amazingly well. Are you really going to do that? Are, like, are you making the announcement right now on Game of Thrones? I need to
0: find some facial hair. If <laughs> 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 I, I could borrow have. that from somebody. Micah, do you have any spare facial hair you want to mail me? Yeah, yeah sure. I'll give him sure. his <laughs> All overnight. <laughs> oh,
2: I can't handle this,
3: guys. Or I'm sure some of our listeners would be more than happy oh, to uh, donate, donate some one. facial
1: hair. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. If you guys want to donate some of your bodily hair to Eric's oh God costume, no, so twittercom th- slash you go. Game bones.
1: That's what we should do. We should start just instead of t-shirts, we should start just selling patches of of face, facial hair.
2: We should like little chia pets, like yeah, the, like the basil plants at the produce section when you're like, oh, I really need basil, but all they have is this yeah. potted one. Your very so like, own piece this. of
1: Micah.
2: Exactly. Micah, are you okay with this?
3: <laughs> if it's gonna help us make money.
1: Sure. <laughs> you sell yourself.
2: Well, let's let me just put it to you this way, Micah. That headset, you can turn it into a headset with two ear speakers.
0: You can get that oh. far. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty nice, don't you think? Yeah. So we're uh we're oh in While we're talking about this, sorry to interrupt, I found this on the internet. You gotta take it out on Skype.
3: Wait. So it, does that mean your sister is going to be uh, joining oh, yeah. you in <laughs> Chicago for Halloween?
2: <laughs> Eric, just put, I'll put the picture in the show notes. That's so
1: funny. Time.
0: Uh, yeah, Eric, uh, your sister is she hanging out? Yeah. Well, uh, I think Bromberg has dibs on hanging out with my sister. Actually, they have. Oh, uh, does, they would yeah. have a lot to talk about. Oh, is uh, they both Taylor Swift fans? She wants to move to Vegas. Actually,
2: speaking of brothers
0: and sisters,
2: we're in the fell of winters, and we we uh, the chapter that we're talking about this week kind of switches gears a little bit. I know that we had some uh, brother sister rivalry in the last episode. But this is different because, A, these kids aren't really psychotic, nor are they murderous yet, <laughs> and they're much younger, and they're hanging out. So it's different.
3: Yeah, I know Eric brought up the fact that they're in the Wolf's Wood. Is that like Kokiri Forest, basically? Yay! You're playing
2: Sariah Song everywhere, and it's just like, yeah. that's the only way to get to the Wolf's Wood. You have to follow the
3: music. That's how Brand got lost, I think. He was just, well, he didn't really get lost. It was different in the show. How they did it, than uh, than in the uh, in the book, because Rob just decides he's going to leave his brother, um, which is really a stupid idea. I don't <laughs> I don't care what the context of the situation is, uh, and he just leaves him on the river bank, basically, or the or the creek bank. <laughs> <laughs>
0: wow, Eric. Eric's and still Eric posting <laughs> photos continuing to share photos of Theon, Theon Greyjoy. No, no, I found this one. This one's perfect for this episode's banner. It is perfect.
1: He for okay. This magic. episode's banner. Just
0: Thank complete you. aside. I don't, I don't completely aside what we're talking about. <laughs> this is this is uh, what Theon does in this chapter. So is this going to happen every time? There's
3: there's um. That Theon is in it in a chapter like everything is going to divert away. Just we're focused on Theon for the mm. whole chapter, and we're not going to talk about what actually happens.
0: Then I
1: I'm gonna send
3: you. I'm going to send you victorious <laughs> I'm you images. On
2: Selena and I are going to go start our own Game of Thrones yeah. podcast called Game of Pones. Own yeah.
1: of own, Game of Owns. Own, yeah. Own of, <laughs> own of
2: games. War is coming. You want to join, <laughs> yes. Micah? Or how about from, uh, from, from,
0: wait a minute, where's my invite? Or should I start the- I was waiting for Mike to agree. You're
1: going to do the Theon cast.
0: Yeah, Theon cast. Theon cast? Or I'll turn Theon it backwards, cast. I'll do reverse owns, as, as Theon <laughs> tends to, to have a- What alpha. was the worst thing in this show? Well, I thought this shot sucked.
2: Send in G- your thoughts. Game of dot Gameofblows.com. Wow. So, listen, uh, there's a message. Rob got the Raven. Rob told Bran. We're looking at the story through Bran's head, this chapter. They know about the horse that got violent. And Theon's pissed because <laughs> Theon wants Rob to call the banners against the horse and its entire damn family. And you're the boys, saying
1: all of this like you're rapping.
2: I know, We right? got
1: the Raven. Raven got <laughs> Bran. Rob said to Rob that blah, blah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know that about me? You didn't know that? I'd nope. S- spit. He just freestyles it. You moonlight. Yeah. yeah. As a, sorry about that, guy. Ziggy Louie. Ziggy, the 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 character from Super Mario Brothers, don't ever come to my tower because you might win. But um, <laughs> so we
3: start to get this picture that anytime a raven arrives, it's usually not good news. And and we, as you said, we start to see this a lot through Bran's eyes. Bran references the dream uh, that that he's had, and and I think dreams overall that he's been having, and uh, you know, you start to get a better. Picture of Bran and and sort of how he how he operates, you know, and 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 that what he's seeing through his dreams are ultimately going to come true in some fashion, and it's not necessarily positive. I think most of it is all negative. And the other thing that gets brought up is that he he seems to know that the direwolf sense when something is wrong because both. His direwolf and Rob's were howling last night when the raven arrived from Winterfell, uh, talking about what happened to Jory and happened to his father. So, you know, we're starting to get that picture painted that the direwolves sort of have this, this sixth sense. I think that's, that's so something cool. that we felt like was the case this whole time. You know
2: what I mean? Uh, especially
0: yeah. with Bran's recovery. Yeah. You know, the, the howling and the constant, um, yeah, they're really mythical, but also, um, very really productive creatures for the Starks. And it's Typical. very cool. It's just very cool that the direwolf is their sigil, but also these direwolves are actually shown to take such good care of the Starks.
2: I think that it's really obvious in the show, the whole, oh, the direwolves are telepathic almost, and they have this great connection to these kids. To, to the book's point, I think that it was less obvious in the text. We're more meant to find out rather than to be shown. I mean, that's just the mechanic of... Film versus text. I mean, obviously. But uh, in a situation like this, I feel like we're finally being exposed to those sorts of properties in the text, and it's happening now.
3: Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. So, Bran and his brother and Theon all go off for a little ride. Um, you know, and, and I guess it's during this ride that he learns, Bran learns about what <laughs> happened.
1: With Master Lewin on his ass.
3: <laughs> yeah. <Literally. laughs> what the hell? What? Like, what? Why couldn't Mister Lewin get a horse? Why <laughs> is he riding know. a donkey? <laughs> Why can't he Zolt. ride Hodor? Yeah. yeah, there you go. But anyway, that's not the point. Um, you know, so they're off in the woods, and Zach, you pointed out at the be- the beginning of the discussion how this is really kind of a bonding moment. You know, it's not like the last chapter where you have Daenerys and Viserys, and they're at each other's throats. It's like these these brothers really care about each other, really like each other. And you know you get a lot of kind of back and forth discussion between the two of them, that shows how kind of tight knit their
0: family is. It's really refreshing to read this after the past few chapters that we've had, you know, with what happened to Ned, with what happened to Tyrion at the Eyrie, mm. and um, you know, Varys or sorry, Viserys and uh, Danny. Now you get back to the Starks, and you know they're they're going out on an adventure or a ride. Um, you know, and it just seems it's it's more it feels like home. And for the first time, Brand's getting the opportunity to
3: go out and not be holed up in a room somewhere, unable to really to, to, to have much mobility. Like he's he's doing something that he really enjoyed doing prior to the accident. Yeah. And, and so that that's kind of a like you said, it's kind of uh, refreshing in a way that you're getting this chapter um, after so much uh, negative stuff has happened in the last few And then they bring us right back down. (laughs) Right, exactly. So, like, George R. R. Martin gives you, like, that one moment uh, that you can really enjoy, and then all of a sudden it turns to hell. You know, as I said, different than than the show, Rob and Bran actually go off together, and, you know, Bran in the show, I think, just kind of tries to take off a little bit and, you know, ends up getting away from the rest of the pack. And in the book, Rob actually you know, here's the direwolves, and he tries to go, that, that's the whole reason I think they're really out in the first place, right, is to, to kind of find the direwolves where they are, what they're doing, up to no good. And he finally hears them, and so he goes after them, and he leaves Brand alone, you know, on this kind of riverbank. And that's when all the other evil people show up. The wildlings,
0: the Night's Watch deserters, Tonks from Harry Potter. She's there Yay. with them. She had a long journey. That's where she, she had, went. She had a long journey. Inter-book series had a cross-dimensions. To be fair, it was probably mm-hmm. just the door in the Department of Mysteries that she
2: walked through to get there. She just yeah. came out the other side. She just it so, it walked the door. It bridges the literary world. Exactly. Level nine is the gate to the world. I thought it was really interesting because when Benjamin Stark was brought up and it was like basically... This guy will give you all of the money that he possesses just for the blood of Benjamin Stark. So we know that Benjen Stark is very much hated somewhere.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I have to wonder about Benjen. I mean, they keep bringing him up. Yeah,
2: he's going to he, he's gonna be some crazy, be. fancy character. You know he is. I
1: mean, either he is or this is just one of the things that George R. R. Martin does because he can. And he's like, this is my story. And if they want to talk about Benjamin all the time and him meaning nothing, then jokes on you. Well he's Ned's brother, right? <laughs> he is Ned's brother and I, I really, really, really hope that he has some kind of significance in the story, you know, because it just keeps coming up.
2: <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. It's it's either it's people expect things that are obvious to mean something.
1: Yeah. And, you know and in a way, yeah. like I think that's okay. Like I think when you read a book, like it's not real life. You know, you're right. reading it because you're you wanna read a book, not because you wanna like you want realism, but it's okay to want some sort. Cert- like th- if you if you spend ages reading about Benjamin Stark, that's because you want some kind of payoff for that,
2: right? I mean, yeah. I mean, you're right. It's a story. It's supposed to be an experience, like a video mm. game's an experience, like a movie is an experience. Um, so why not give them certain sort of lead-ins and directions into knowing what's going to happen next? Which I mean, we've seen. In a lot of other cases, like we feel like we've had the conversations between ourselves about how all of the bits about Jon Snow's parentage and all this shit comes up just constantly, just over and over again. Eric gets mad, he threw a chair across the room, yeah, I know. He, he made his roommate but put his couch there, so in the it's kitchen. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean though. But like that annoys that that happens so much. And but Benjamin Stark, not only in the book, but also in the show, is just repetitive, 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 repetitive.
3: Yeah. And and I feel like that. That continues. I mean, it's not just in this book, right? We just, we constantly. He's like a ghost, a ghost figure in a sense that just kind of keeps getting brought up. His reputation precedes him, not unlike Mance Raiders. Right. Right. But we eventually meet Mance Raider. It's, it's like once Benjamin Stark has gone beyond the wall, we haven't heard from him since. Uh, and. I I really I mean I won't go into anything else but you wonder it's it's kind of like you you just brought up the the, the perfect analogy with Jon Snow's parentage it's you you still haven't gotten any sort of
0: resolution right how many books later you just expect that when the author makes goes through the trouble of reiterating something you know either if it's directly or indirectly that there, that there will be a payoff and that's yeah, all it just seems, you know, these, right.
3: but it, there doesn't have to, if it's a seven book series, there doesn't have to be a pay, payoff until the last page. Let's, I mean, I'm not saying yeah, that, no, th- that there hasn't been any mention of Benjamin Stark, you know, in the first five books since the first one, but you know, he, he, George R. R. Martin can really just kind of enjoy the fact that he knows what, what happened to Benjamin Stark and what will happen to him if he's still alive. The same thing with the parentage; he can reveal that at any point. Well, it's great mm-hmm. that George R. R. Martin can get away with pretty much anything, and people will say, "Oh, it's
2: because he wants to do that too." That's his choice. But for the most part, authors are pretty much held at gunpoint for stuff like this. It's like if you have written this and your story has loose ends, or there are things that have been a big deal that certainly or that suddenly dropped off and nothing was ever said about it again, people raise Cain and they insult artists for stuff like that. That but is true. He's he's sort of, I mean, he's escaped that because his, his because the story and the book is so good. No one's mm-hmm. questioning his talent, but there are things that I feel like there's a lot of different mechanics that he gets away with because he's him. Does that make sense?
1: hmm
3: Yeah.
2: So that's a, that's a, that's an interesting kind of mix-up. I want to, I'm curious to what you guys listening think about that. Like, does George actually, I mean, it's the same thing. He's like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. I mean, a lot of, authors think that that's bollocks and a lot of readers think that that's bollocks, but a lot of people also think that that's sort of romantic in a way that he's discovering the story as well. So that's cool. So what do you guys think? Does he actually have a resolution for things like J or, uh, John's parents? I mean, obviously he will, but or like something like Bingen, for example, like, is this a plan or is it something that is just being used loosely? Like the guy who, the, uh, he was talking about in the interview. If you guys remember once who had the really cool armor that he just wrote about once.
3: This is just something right. that filled in space that he thought was cool. So let us know what you think. We all kind of know what happened. Obviously, we watched the TV show that Rob shows up. Theon saves the day. Eric, I know you're ecstatic. About yay! He this. Does <laughs> um, yay he does? So pumped!
1: He's a hero.
3: It's Rob and the direwolves. They take out everybody except two. Osha being one of them. And in comes Theon in his super uh, Robin Hood-esque arrow shooting ability. Why does Robin Hood get all the love? Like, I
2: realized that his Fox character in the Disney spinoff was really good at shooting. But Legolas is even better. Legolas is awesome at shooting.
1: Uh, so he every comes other Theon
3: off. with his
2: Legolas shooting archery. You
1: can't compare archery. Theon to Legolas. Are you kidding? Well, you yeah, can, I'm with Theon on to that one. You can't compare
2: Robin Hood to Theon either.
1: But the fox, though.
2: Robin Hood is yeah, an excellent that's marksman. True. Theon, Theon is a fox. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Damn it. But Rob gets mad when Theon does the does the shot, even though he saved the day. Rob's like, "Hey, you shouldn't have done that. You could have shot him." <laughs> yeah, I guess <laughs> the,
3: Theon was a little sure of himself. <laughs> right but what's the alternative i mean rob is told that he has to kill, kill the direwolves the direwolves which he's obviously i mean can you imagine rob trying to kill a direwolf now i mean it was one thing when ned killed lady she was still kind of a pup yeah but there's no way that that rob is going to be able to uh to take out well maybe one direwolf but the other ones probably going to get pretty pissed off and catch on to what's happening no and, i uh,
0: i think honestly though if I think would, the wolves, die. I think the wolves would allow themselves to be killed by a Stark, or they would have attacked mm. Stiv.
1: I don't I think don't, so, because think of I how wild um, uh, Arya's wolf got. Like the minute she let her go, I think that they're pretty self-preserving.
2: They're animals; they mm.
3: try to stay alive and reproduce. I did really like that one moment where uh, Bran was looking around at the people who you know, encircled him and he was focusing on those who had deserted the Night's Watch and he he was remembering what his father told him about people who deserted the Night's Watch, that basically they have nothing to lose, so they're the most dangerous, most dangerous. types of people.
0: Yeah.
3: If you have, uh, you know, any sort of feedback on this particular chapter, maybe it was your favorite chapter ever in the entire history of literature. We want to know. just can't wait to tell us about it. Yeah. Maybe that moment uh, when the arrow goes through that, what's his Steve. name? Stiv. Stiv's head. Yeah. Maybe that just made you uh, a believer. Read. I don't even know. You well make it you want to this. be a better reader. <laughs> you, more importantly, if you have owns from this particular chapter and you would like to share them with us, maybe it was the arrow going through Stiv's head that was your own of the week. Uh, let us know, you know. There's there's a lot of things in here that you could draw on his owns I feel like. Maybe Meister Lewin's ass. Um, stands out that's he's my own bush. for sure yeah. <laughs> it's
0: just weird that he rides a donkey and everybody else has a horse <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck <laughs> he's an old man maybe he prefers the weaker or softer bone structure of a ground. donkey <laughs> that's actually very disturbingly particular Eric but it's true
2: <laughs> I, uh, if it were me I would definitely be riding a camel instead cause I don't know if you guys have ever seen <laughs> camel. a camel in person but in camels are, are oh, some, of, a camel. some of the most majestic animals I have ever seen. Have I don't you think ever they do very well. On camel? Yeah, I have. Hell
0: yeah, I Me have. Me too. Right on its where home. have you
1: written on a camel?
0: Circus. The circus. <laughs>
1: have you written on a camel in a circus? You're, <laughs> guess, you're lying. No, I can I you ride camels down,
0: um, <laughs> where is God. it? The uh, In Arizona, <laughs> <at> the Grand <laughs> I Canyon. Swear. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you well, I've can. I've
1: written on one in Africa.
0: Well, really? I'm saying they're all yeah, warm environments. Desert. You couldn't ride a camel out of Winterfell to Listen, yes, you <laughs> can. go into can the camel.
2: Listen, just because they're not indigenous doesn't mean you can't take them there. You've never played World of Warcraft. Maybe there's... Really.
0: what?
3: What is their... Uh, what's an equivalent? Like an alpaca or something like that? No, dude. You need a big
2: double humpback chewing on some cud <laughs> camel. You know what I'm saying? Google right. cud, everybody. You'll know. You'll know. I mean, I'm sure Selena does. I'm Googling cud right now. Yeah, it's good stuff if you're not too busy to tell us things that you think about the things that we just talked about so we can know what's going on inside the minds of our listeners I'm gonna have to do the painfully obvious approach just because that out of the entire episode there are two things that stood out to me and the most boring one being I believe that the the stream owned Bran when he fell into it and my number two own would have to go to Theon Greyjoy for the amazing shot on the guy's face I mean he wins obviously he shot a guy in the face I mean, you can't not give it to him. He shot a guy in the face. Can I take that
1: from Eric?
0: I can't take it, but I had to be obvious and throw it out there. I'm sure Eric's got something weird. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Theon Greyjoy shooting a guy in the face is mine. Okay.
1: Aww.
2: (laughs) Kindred Spirits.
0: There you go.
1: Wait. (laughs) Take his. I actually had a quote from um, Gauntman <laughs> I don't know who that is um, He said The boys is Stark true enough Only a Stark would be fool enough To threaten where smarter men would beg Aww. And I thought that was funny Because it's true Starks Like they're honorable and stuff But they're pretty thick sometimes
3: Oh, yeah. There's no questioning of that. Yeah, I, I'll go with Theon, but in a different moment. Um, it says, two serving wenches stood beneath the sign oh, God. of the smoking log the local <laughs> ale house. When Theon Greyjoy called out to them, the younger girl turned red and covered
0: her face. you ladies' <laughs> man.
3: Oh, Theon.
0: Oh, or maybe and she's like, later don't talk
1: to me in public. That's
0: probably <laughs> what it was. She's probably quote, his sister. Let's hear it. Quote...
3: She, she squirms like a weasel in bed, but say a word to her on the street and she blushes pink as a maid. Did I ever tell you about the night that she and Bessa, and then it cut off because Rob mm. wouldn't let Bran hear. Oh, okay. Well, if you guys have any similar Theon Greyjoy
2: stories, you know, Contact Game of Thrones is a place where you can do it. Eric will check that email.
0: Would you ever eat at an inn called The Smoking Log? Yeah. Why not? Why that not? Is, it's funny. That's one of my
2: dreams in life, guys, is to open an actual, like, old school like skyrim in the middle of a forest style inn. not no i mean not even really in a forest oh my but just like god an inn. me
1: too I, we I, have this our old house and like it would be perfect for this little like medieval style inn and i seriously right. have these plans oh awesome
2: cool nice yeah can, i just want an inn you know where people make an actual event like they used to go they used to stay in an inn for drinking and conversation
0: and sleep you know
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: You There's could hire actors. Like you could hire actors to reenact the scene from Fellowship of the Ring, where Frodo first comes into the inn and tries on the ring for the first time, and yeah. st- and Strider or what, what is his name? Aragorn, uh, Aragorn comes yeah. and, and, and finds them. Mister Underhill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hobbits! Four hobbits. You can send your owns to us via email if it's a longer format own at contact at gameofowns.com. If your own happens to be in the shorter format, and this includes feedback, doesn't necessarily have to be an own, find us on Twitter at twitter.com slash gameofowns. We're on Facebook. We have a Facebook page, Game of Owns. We are a podcast called Game of Owns. That's how you find us on iTunes. If you want to subscribe to us, or if you want to tell your friends iTunes? about us. What's that? How do they find us on iTunes? I forgot. Uh, you go into iTunes Store... Uh-huh. And in the upper right, there's a search button. Uh-huh. Hang on, I'm doing this for the first time right now. When well, you, do you search, type in, you you type in game space uh-huh. Uh-huh. of uh-huh. space UV. Okay. Uh, of yeah, UV. Okay. And okay. Game of owns, and I gotcha. think there may be a few songs about our show. So the first uh, results that show up for Game of Owns might be you know like. Uh, hit singles from like Bruno Mars, who are singing yeah. about our podcast. But That's you've actually really nice. just got to so click nice on you've got to click on where it says filter by media type. Click on podcasts, and then then you'll see Game of Bones. This is too complicated for me, guys.
1: Well, how about an easier way of doing it?
0: Oh, that sounds great. how do,
2: How would I do that?
1: For example, Zach, <laughs> you could visit the website called hypervol.com.
2: Mm, That sounds great. You could
1: find links to Game of Thrones, all the recent episodes, as well as news about Game of Thrones and a lot of other fandoms. But that's not all, is it?
2: What else is there?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Isn't there another website?
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah, I forgot. I forgot everything. But if you go to Gameofowns.com, maybe I'll learn more. Or something. <laughs> it's a
3: website. It's for the podcast and the rest of the stuff. Do the math, everyone. And if you're impressed too, you should go to iTunes, the same iTunes that Eric mentioned earlier, and give us a uh, rate and review. Nothing uh, less than five stars is acceptable. And uh, you'll see, though, that all of our listeners uh, like the show so much uh, that they've given us five stars previously. So. Why not add your voice to theirs and tell us how much you enjoy listening to us each and every week. I will now read two recent reviews
2: by Deck Mania, December 15, 2012. Title, Great Podcast. Subject, Empty. Subject Matter it says please Micah don't hurt me five stars so I
3: love it
0: <laughs> that's a good one
2: uh, and there's Wait, some when other did really I ever nice say ones. I would hurt I, I have no idea but yeah there's some more other ones you can hear more great reviews read on the show on next week's episode <laughs>
0: my name is Eric the Unbrajoy Rock Skull my name is Sawyer's Gunstash I'm Mitch T-Bomb my name is IG89
2: I got nothing <laughs>